not play football. That's no football. Thing. Yeah, I'm uh, an anomaly. It's kind of weird. Um, I played when I was younger, and then I got up to high school, and I didn't really have an interest in it. It was I wasn't a big kid. My freshman, I remember, I, I weighed 112 pounds. They tried to get me to wrestle varsity, and I said absolutely not because I didn't want to lose weight. They said you can be the 103. We had a heck of Tecumseh still has a good wrestling program, and um, at the time they went to states and they needed a 103. And I'm like, I don't want to drop nine pounds, you know, seven pounds and be on varsity. It wasn't worth it. I was a baseball guy growing up. Um, I thought I needed to get bigger, stronger. So that's when I started getting into the weight room and grew a little bit. And my number one regret, I'll say, is not playing high school football. You know, I missed out on a lot. Now I went to the games. I was a fan. I was part of the student section, did all that. But yeah, a lot of my friends played. I missed that part of high school. But the other experiences were great. And the baseball thing was, that was my thing. You know, my dad was a baseball guy. He played at Washington Community College when he was younger. Obviously, my brother and I both loved baseball. So we, uh, I spent my focus on that. And that's a regret I tell kids. You know, I said, if I could go back and do one thing, I would have played multiple sports. I wasn't very good at football, but I would have played. What's your training philosophy, I guess, is the easiest way to put that like in What I've, I mean, I've done all sorts of things. Like I said, I'm not as well-versed as you are in this field, for sure, but I've done a little bit of everything. We're doing a hypertrophy phase right now. I'm doing like a four-week hypertrophy phase with uh, Coach Johnson. He, had, he didn't lift last week at all because his son's daycare is closed with COVID, so he couldn't, he was home with him all week. So I'm a week ahead of him right now, but we did um, we did Squattober back in October. We did dead December in December. So you're squatting every day in October, deadlifting every day in um, December, but you still have your push pull in there. You still have a squat on deadlift days and different things too. So I like to mix it up. I'm a full body guy with two kids um, and coaching. It's, you know, it's hard to get in the weight room for a substantial amount of time. So if I can get in and out in less than an hour, 45 minutes or so, it's, about right for me. Um, that's what I try to do. It depends on where I'm at in the summer. I do more outdoor work, you know. We'll do some hit workouts outside. My wife and I, we got kettlebells and dumbbells to take them outside and medicine balls to do different things, um, some sprints. I got a little hill in my yard, so I run some sprints there. But try to do a little bit of everything right now, though, that hypertrophy phase is where I'm at. Um, the squat tober in December, I definitely got stronger with those, and I put on some good muscle mass. We do with my softball team over here, a hero, a highlight, and a hardship. The three H's and we share them as a team, and it gets this time it gets real emotional. It's good, but when I think of success, I think of my parents. I think of my mom. This is Coach Jason Skeel, softball powerlifting coach at Adrian High School. And you're listening to the Iron Dread Podcast. Here we are, and we're back. This is episode number 55 here of your Iron Dread Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Chris Whitaker. Uh, it's Wednesday. It's time. Another episode 55 strong here. Uh, this week, we have special guests from Adrian High School in Adrian, Michigan. Coach Jason Skeels on the show today. Uh, great talking with Jay, and uh, I think you're going to really enjoy uh, hearing what he has to say. We had a, a good discussion uh, talking about him and all the things that he's involved in down there at Adrian High School. Um, but before we get to Jay, just want to remind everybody to please uh, like us on social media. Follow the uh, pages at Iron Dread Pod. Okay, at Iron Dread Pod is our handles. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Give us a follow there. If you're listening to the show, give us a shout out. And I will shout you out here on next week's episode of the podcast also give us some feedback let us know uh what you think of the show 
want to try and make the best possible show we can for you, the listening audience. Also, don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast platform. If you subscribe and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, anywhere you can get podcasts, you can subscribe to your Iron Dread podcast and automatically get the episodes downloaded into your uh, inbox each week. So give us a follow on social media, subscribe to the show. If you're enjoying the show, share it uh, with friends and family. If you'd like to be on the show, if you got a good story that you'd like to share, you're doing something fun or interesting, hit me up. Uh, direct message me at Iron Dread Pod and uh, we'll talk. We'll see if we can uh, work out a time to get you on the show. So uh, where we're at uh, right now, this is uh, the week of Wednesday, February 3rd. As I said last week, we've been back in the weight room. We've been making some progress, uh, hoping to get into uh, some powerlifting here. Adrian High School, where Coach Skills is from. Um, you know, they are having an exhibition powerlifting meet next week, hoping to bring some of our varsity boys and girls down there to get to experience a exhibition meet. Uh, we're also working on doing some stuff ourselves here at Dexter High School. Uh, an inner squad meet is something that we're, we're working on doing and going to try and live stream that out there uh, to give our kids a, a meet to compete in. Other than that, school's going strong. Got kids back in on a A day, B day rotation. About 50% of the kids um, each day uh, coming into the building. So all in all, uh, things are good. Uh, enjoying uh, life here uh, and hoping that our winter sports uh, get to uh, get back out there in competition. Right now in Michigan. Uh, Michigan is the only state, I believe, it's Michigan and Ohio and uh, Hawaii are the only states in all of the United States that are not playing basketball uh, right now. So we're hoping uh, to get those kids back out there. Our girls basketball team uh, has uh, made the commitment as a team to come in and train together in the weight room, and I've enjoyed working with both the JV and the varsity girls basketball. I hope to get more of our team's full commitments to the strength program as we move forward. So folks, uh, won't, uh, won't keep you on here too long. You know, Coach uh, Skills and I have a really good conversation. We have some fun uh, speed set questions, hit into pod decks questions, and uh, he had a lot of great answers, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So without any further ado, I give you episode 55 with Coach Jason Skills of Adrian High School. is Brother Steve, the true companion to Chris Whitaker, and you are listening to the Iron Dread And here we are. We're back live to record on your Iron Dread podcast. I'm sitting here chatting up with a good buddy of mine from down in Adrian, Mr. Jason Skills. Coach Skills, welcome to the Iron Dread podcast. Thank you, Coach. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here today. You know, I, uh, I've been talking with you. I, I, there's, a, there's a bunch of Adrian guys I got to get on down there. I got, you know, I got you, I got Coach Chris Gillum. But, yep. you know, uh, maybe, maybe even that Kyle Johnson. I mean, he, he could be his buddy, uh, Rob Schwartz, to the, uh, to the podcast. 
That would be a good one. Yeah, that would be have those two together. You'll hear them fight like little brothers, man. That's what those two. They go at it. Just a little bit of time I've spent with both of them. They like to go at it. So that'd be a good one to have on. Oh, oh, I, I hear, I hear that for sure. So I'm glad, glad to have you on. And uh, um, you know, we've talked many times about a variety of different topics. Well, at Powerlifting Meets, uh, Coach Skills is a teacher at Adrian High School. He teaches civics and what are any other classes? Um, civics and economics this year with uh, all the COVID stuff. My schedule got changed around a little bit. I generally teach like a sociology elective. I've had history of sports. Um, we've had a freshman seminar course I've taught too the last couple of years. But yeah, pretty much economics and civics are my main focus this year for sure. Yeah, yeah. so we're, we're, we're teaching we're teaching people about economic things i try to work some of that stuff into my into my health classes you know like oh yeah cool hey don't get don't get a don't get a credit card because this is how it works right (laughs) it's it's real life stuff that's why i like teaching these classes and in this day and age right now civics is very prevalent in what's going on in our country and around the world and everything else so yeah it's been with state issues and federal issues it's been fun fun year to teach and a lot of uh, good discussions so far yeah, I, I've seen I've seen a lot of a lot of your posts on socials. You know, talking about you know, can't wait to talk about these current events because I mean, it is for somebody that teaches civics and and government and things like that. Like, there's a lot of stuff oh, yeah. going on to talk about, right? Every day, every day is a new day. I try to stick to the curriculum, but it's easy to jump off to something else. And kids have questions and want to know about this or that, and it makes it, it makes it fun. Every day is a new day. That's for sure. It's turning yeah. it almost into a current events like class, really. Yeah. Well, hey, if you can take what's going on currently and and spin it oh. into into what you need to talk about, like you know, hey. Yep. Tie it into the curriculum somehow. Make it real life for them. That's what it's all about. That's how yeah. they learn, I believe. Oh, I, I agree with you. I I've realized that I don't need no longer need to do the activity in health class where we're talking about sexually transmitted diseases and how communicable <laughs> diseases can spread so rapidly and so easily <laughs> as to there all this stuff that's happened. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Now it's a lot easier for you now. That's that. That's I. I don't need to teach that lesson. I think the world has taught that. <laughs> yeah, we learned that right now. We're we're dealing with that the last almost year now. Crazy. Think about. Oh, man, it, it's been nuts. It it's been absolutely nuts. It's uh, a wild time to be alive. That's what I tell the kids. Crazy time to be alive. But hey, we're living it. We're living history, and we'll get through it one way or another. And my, as my father-in-law says, where else can you have this much fun? That's, that's yeah, true story. True story. I don't know if I call it fun every day, but most days it's not that bad. Yeah, man. So, uh, so coach, you, you also started the powerlifting program at Adrian. That's correct. Yeah. I, um, I'll go back a little bit in time. Um, I've lifted weights since like middle school. I had a coach, um, he was a teacher of mine in middle school, Dan Terryberry, who is the football coach at Onset High School. And he was our, he was like kind of ran the weight room for the football team and got kids into the weight room. And he always had me in there lifting and learning and uh, doing things and got me loving it. And then I moved up right after college to Kalkaska, Michigan, up outside Traverse City. And I taught nine years up there. And um, we decided one year we wanted to get in. We were in the weight room all the time, three, four days a week, lifting with the kids as football coaches and whatnot. And um, Elk Rapids down the road, they had a powerlifting program. And I got to know their coach who was their principal at their school at the time too. And he competed in powerlifting. So he spent some time with us and got us going the right direction. We uh, established a program there. And then um, I moved down here to Adrian because I'm originally from Tecumseh. So we can talk about that more later. And um, started the program here at Adrian. I had a couple of students come up and say, hey, we heard you know a little bit about powerlifting. I said, well, I coached it for six years, five years up north. So we got the ball rolling here. And this is our, would be my, our fourth year, my fourth year at Adrian. And last year with Coach Gillum coming in and 
Coach Johnson, my first year was just me. Second year, Coach Johnson and I did it. Last year, Coach Gillum, Coach Johnson and I ran it. And then this year, it's all three of us again. So we got uh, good numbers. We got a good thing going on right now. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you, you, you got something started. And you know, for us, you know, through, through Phil Jacobs, right, I, I, we have like a, a bit of a connection, I feel like, Adrian yes. Dexter. Oh. Like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, Adrian people up in Dexter, I know, that were here at one point in time and have moved up there. And I missed the boat with them. I didn't know a lot of those guys because they left before I got here and whatever. But, you know, they're, they're pretty prevalent names with Coach Jacobs around here. Everybody respects him, highly respected guy, and a lot of people seem to like him. So, yeah, I've uh, got some connections to Dexter now because of you and Coach Jacobs and everybody else. And, yeah, Coach Schwartz, you, you guys up there. And, uh, and Rob Schwartz, he's he's one of a kind. <laughs> Him and I have the same birthday. You know that? Really, I did not know that. Yep, yep. Not know that's unfortunate. I feel bad yeah. for him. Well, you know, you know what I do is I I divert the attention away from myself and I tell the kids, hey, you know, it's Coach Schwartz's birthday today. You should go <laughs> sing. You should go sing to him. He probably loves that attention, though, man. That just probably he he loves that every minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's something else. I can I can tell you some great stories about Rob Schwartz uh, when the uh, record button is not pressed. As well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you guys. That you will that you will laugh at after hours after hours. Yeah, his attendance to my Halloween party is legendary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So, so you you said you you actually you grew up and you're a, a native. Tecumseh Indian, huh? Correct. Yeah. So I'm like the enemy here in Adrian when I started here. People were not happy that I remember when I interviewed here, uh, one of our teachers was like, I wore a blue tie. And they were like, You're a Tecumseh guy wearing blue. And I was like, Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how the story goes. I grew up born and raised in Tecumseh. Um, and then yeah, like I said, I went to Grand Valley for four and a half years there to do my teaching program over in Grand Rapids. And then uh I long term subbed and coached a few sports at uh Wyoming Rogers High School. Did uh JV baseball for two years. I was the assistant coach there and then um, did some freshman and JV football for two years and then moved up north after that and coached up there and then ended up here. So, yeah, it's kind of a full circle. I always said I'll never be back in Lenawee County. I wanted to get the heck out of here and it ended up being great. Great move. My wife and I are both from Tecumseh originally. So, we had a daughter and we were up there. We're like, we make the move now or never. You know, once she started school, we were either going to stay up there or get down here and she was three at the time we moved so it worked out well so she's a kindergartner now at lincoln elementary in adrian and then it's been a good move all our families here a lot of our friends from high school you know things like that and it's just been good move professionally and personally for me and my family it's been real good and we're happy to be here i love adrian i like what's going on i think we're headed the right direction a lot of things so pretty positive right now yeah it's um it's one of those things like cause, i mean for those of people that are outside of our immediate area here you know adrian and tecumseh are like you know they're, they're not far away from each other like, yes yes and actually i live right i'm 10 minutes major high school 10 minutes from tecumseh high school i live right now there's a school bus every morning that comes through for adrian and one comes through for tecumseh so it's basically we're in adrian school district but the line is on the other side of the road so it's right here where we're at and yeah it's kind of a Breaking point. Kids down, two doors down are Adrian kids across the street from them are Tecumseh kids. So we've got kids from, you know, we're right in the middle. It's right there. Like you said, it's pretty, uh, pretty tight knit. We get kids know each other real well. I grew up, like I said, Tecumseh and I played baseball um, with a lot of the kids from Adrian competitively. And then I ended up playing Legion ball with them for two summers and grew to love them and became like, you know, pretty close friends with a lot of those guys. Yeah. I mean, I see that happening a lot um, in Michigan. Like, you know, like Dexter and Chelsea too are like yep, right, yep. right next door to each other here. 
Um, so uh, you see it a lot. So w- when you were when you were in high school playing for the uh, the Tecumseh Indians, there uh, you played baseball, football, any other sports? I, I did not play football. That's no football. Thing. Yeah, I'm uh, an anomaly. It's kind of weird. Um, I played when I was younger, and then I got up to high school and. I didn't really have an interest in it. It was I wasn't a big kid. My freshman, I remember I, I weighed 112 pounds. They tried to get me to wrestle varsity, and I said absolutely not because I didn't want to lose weight. They said you can be the 103. We had a heck of Tecumseh still has a good wrestling program, and um, at the time they went to states and they needed a 103. And I'm like, I don't want to drop nine pounds, you know, seven pounds, and be on varsity. It wasn't worth it. Mm. I was a baseball guy growing up. Um, I thought I needed to get bigger, stronger. So that's when I started getting into the weight room and grew a little bit and. My number one regret, I'll say, is not playing high school football. You know, I missed out on a lot. Now I went to the games. I was a fan. I was part of the student section, did all that. But, yeah, a lot of my friends played. I missed that part of high school. But the other experiences were great. And the baseball thing was that was my thing. You know, my dad was a baseball guy. He played at Washington Community College and when he was younger. Obviously, my brother and I both loved baseball. So we, uh, I spent my focus on that. And that's a regret I tell kids. You know, I said, if I could go back and do one thing, I would have played multiple sports. I wasn't very good at football, but I would have played. And I would have been a decent wrestler, you know, those kind of things. I was good at baseball, but not great. So those kind of things, you know, that's why I think as a teacher and a coach, I can talk about those things and be personal and real with them a little bit. Yep. It's the, the best lessons are taught from, <laughs> from our life experiences. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And that's, I got involved in coaching football, never thinking I would I always thought, you know, I want to be a teacher and want to be a coach, but I thought I'd be baseball or something like that. And to this day, I've only coached baseball for two years. My 14 years, 15 years of coaching, you know, at this, at the high school level. So it's been all softball, powerlifting and football really for me. Yeah. So yeah, I forgot to bring that up at the top of the show. You also coach Adrian's softball team. Yep. Varsity softball. This will be, well, really my fourth year there as a varsity softball head coach. But last year, not having a season, you know, that was a kind of kick to the gut, but everybody in the state had to deal with that. I had a good, uh, good three seniors that were solid girls. I thought we were going to be a decent team. You know, we had a, we had a good pitcher coming back, Madeline Dempsey, and it was kind of disappointing having that, but yeah, I have, uh, I'm excited for this upcoming season, you know, knock on wood, we're going to be playing. So we'll see what happens. At least give me, give me some games. I don't care if we only play 10, at least we get something in this year. Yeah. It's this, what, what this has done to our athletics is, I mean, I know, I know for us, right. Same like you guys with, within our strength program, like this shutting this down like this has completely, oh. we, we have regressed, I think and me, right. And we have great kids that are showing up now that we're back and everything and all that. But I still feel like we have taken so many steps backwards yep. because of all that. And it's hard to keep consistency, especially when you don't get to play a competitive <laughs> season. Exactly. Yeah. It's hard to get these girls to buy in and Sunday was our first workout we've had all year. I mean, we did some stuff in the fall when we could get outside and uh, this Sunday was our first like open gym we had. So I had a couple girls come in and swing the bat and a couple of my pitchers come in and throw later. And that was it. And it's like, it's finally nice to do it, but shoot, we're a month and a half away from the season supposed to be starting. Normally, you know, my pitchers have been rolling and we've been doing stuff, but it's a different year for everybody. So we're adjusting on the fly, but yeah, you're right. The regression part's definitely true. I'm seeing in the weight room. I'm seeing it even with some attitudes, you know, these kids haven't played sports in a year for some of them. And they're just like, eh, what's the big deal anymore. It's kind of a foregone conclusion almost. Yep. It just, it was taken away from them. Uh, all right. You know, it's, it's crazy. Uh, yep. For sure. Uh, do you find that you get a lot of your, you know, have you been able to pull a lot of your softball girls to get under the bar in the wintertime? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I think that's been a, one reason, you know, 
I'm all about females lifting. Number one, I think it builds confidence. If girls are confident, they're going to compete athletically. I don't care if it's basketball, bowling, softball, whatever. It doesn't matter what sport. So they get a little confidence. They get a little stronger. It's only going to help their game. And I, right now, my starting shortstop, my starting catcher, one of my pitchers, all power lift, an outfielder. So I've got a whole slew of my team, you know, four varsity girls that are on the powerlifting team too. I basically told them if you're not doing anything, I'd like you to powerlift. I can't force them. But mm-hmm. so if you're not playing basketball, you know, whatever, you're not doing something you need to be doing, get in the weight room. You know, we're in there four days a week lifting. So I want to see you get bigger, stronger, faster. Let's, let's work on some things. So it's been real good. I, I What I preach about powerlifting to, to our kids, and I'm sure you feel the same way. It's, it's the perfect second sport. Yep, it is 100%. I'm with you on that. It builds that confidence. And I love one thing I love the most about powerlifting. I've never competed personally, but I love it's you and the weight. You know, you can't make an excuse. Oh, my coach ran called a bad play call. Um, I was fouled on that. The ref didn't call, whatever. You know, it's always something, whether it's wrestling or football, whatever, there's always an excuse. With powerlifting, it's you and the weight. You didn't pull it, you didn't push it, you didn't squat it, whatever it is, you didn't do it. You can't blame anyone else. That's on you and your training. So, can you blame your coach for the training? Possibly, but we talk about that. We work with our athletes on their programs and what they're doing. Yeah, it's uh, I, I just it gives them because we we know for me, right? And I agree with you there, right? It's 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 a uh, you in the bar, right? It really doesn't matter who else is at the meet, right? Yep. And and we're we're learning we're going to be learning that the hard way this year with not being able to run these big regional meets. You know, you guys are getting the state meet, but it's still. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you and the weight, but also what I like about it is it gives them something in the short term, the winter season to train for to, that motivates them and gets them in the weight room to work that will directly benefit them in their primary sport in the spring or the fall. Yep, exactly. Yeah. They're working towards something. It gives them a reason. Cause if you just say, I'm going to be in the weight room Monday, Wednesday, Friday, they can come and go as they please. They might take a day or two off and the consistency is not there. This builds that consistent, you know three, four days a week. They're there. They're getting started. They're out of program. They're with a purpose. There's a purpose behind it. I agree with you, man. Yeah. It's, it's been really, it's been really fun for me to do it. Right. And you know, like we just started, you know, we're on our third year of running yep. powerlifting at, at, at Dexter high school and our iron dread powerlifting program, but it, it's been, it's been fun. And it, it's also filled the void for me. Uh, you're a softball guy in the spring. I used to be a, a track and field throws guy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I coached throws for years um, in the spring. So powerlifting has kind of filled that little void, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. it's kind of the, the throws and stuff are, are similar. Yep. So. Yep. It's a, right. yeah. yep. So what we're, what we'll do right now is, is we're going to hit, you know, the speed set questions, right? And I, and I say it every time I should change the name of them to something else. I love um, it, man. Like, I like listening to it. So it's fun to do. It doesn't have to be fast. They're good questions. They make you think about things. I've thought about them just because I know some of them that are coming. I don't remember all of them, but some of them that are yeah. coming. I, so I've been thinking about it a little bit. These, these are, they're, hey, they're just things that relate to me. And, and then they usually spin us off into, into other things. And, and, you know, we talked a little bit about before the show. Maybe, maybe we'll even, Go into uh, the pod decks deck here. I got sitting here. Um, Sounds good. I did a whole episode last episode. Ep- yep. Episode actually, I'm sorry, two episodes ago. As we record this, I uh, did a whole episode with pod decks. Pod decks. I'm still uh, waiting for that DM about sponsorship. <laughs> Plugging your product. I love it. Using it. Hook <laughs> a brother up. Same with Pit Boss Grills. Come on, Pit Boss. Get it mentioned. Yeah. Name again. 
I've heard that sponsorship a few times for sure. You, hey, you ever use one of those before? Before we get no, into these, I know I've seen. I know what you're talking about. I've never used one though. Listen, it, when it if you if it comes time for you to get a new grill, or if you if you are looking to get a smoker, um, yeah. I I can't I cannot. Okay, it's it is it is a a wood fire pellet grill mm-hmm. that you can use to smoke. You can use it to do um like flame broiling, um. You know, I've made uh, pizzas in mine, like nice. all kinds of stuff. So it, it's one, one day I'll have you. One day I'll have you up here. We'll train in the sanctuorium of strength here in my in. my I'm basement, in. and we'll throw some food on the pit boss. Get, I was talking with Gillum about doing the, doing the same thing. He he. I'm he in. Wants, That's good, man. We're down for that. We'll make a trip up. We'll have the the Adrian boys come up. I'll make the. We'll do the training. Yep. I'll make the food, and then uh, we'll have some fun. So yeah, we'll yeah. bring some grub up. That'd be a good time. Yeah. Pip boss, you hear me? And again, I mentioned your name. All right. Hook hook us up here on the Iron Dread Podcast. So speed set questions. Here we go. Coach Skills. First one. Go blue or go green. Um, this is a strange one for me. I'm go blue. Grew up in Tecumseh. We went to a lot of mission games as a kid, whether it's football, basketball, hockey, went to all of them. Um, but I have my master's degree from Michigan State. Granted, it was all online. It was a virtual program I did back, oh, shoot, that was seven, eight, nine years ago probably. Um, but I'm a Michigan fan through and through. I'll root for Michigan State every time they're not playing Michigan. You know, I want to see them win and succeed. Other than when I made some side bets with my buddies, I got a couple of Michigan State fans or graduates that are friends of mine who we butt heads a little bit. But, yeah, I'm a Michigan fan this year. Football was tough. And uh, basketball, they're looking real good. I saw they're, they're up to number four in the country right now. So, it's, uh, yeah. It's a good time to be a Michigan basketball fan. I don't know about football, though. After moment, we'll see you next year. I've heard, you know, I'm not the biggest basketball guy. There, there's really two basketball teams uh, that I care about, and they're the ones that I work with in the weight room. Yep, um, yep. But other other than that, yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen it here. Michigan basketball is doing pretty well, and I've heard they're making a lot of changes in, in football at the University yeah. of Michigan. like A lot of positives I've heard, too. Yeah, good recruiting class, a lot of change with the coaching, and it's, it's a good outlook. We'll see. You know, we'll see what happens in the fall. You know what? I was surprised to hear yesterday um, that, you know, Ed Warner might yeah. not be coming back. I heard he wasn't, and that yeah. Bellamy's coming on from uh, Lake or not Lake Warren, or the heck, West Bloomfield up there. So he's coming on as a receivers coach or something I'd read this morning yeah. or yesterday. So yeah, interesting. Warner's been great. He's been real good. I mean, you look at four guys drafted or in the league last year, and another one yeah. coming in for Jalen Mayfield. So that's a tough loss right there. Yeah, like I, I wonder what the story is. Like he, if they if they asked him, or, you know, they didn't renew his contract. So hmm. that's what I heard. So I, yeah. I I went to some clinics with clinics with him, and he was really really good. I, I really like him. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, moving along. So, Jason Skills, you are a go blue guy. Yeah. Right? Yep. Now, again, people people outside of Michigan, as you can figure <laughs> out, we're talking about the Michigan Wolverines or the Michigan State Spartans, and you got to be one or the other here uh, in the state of Michigan, unless you are Coach Phil Jacobs' son, Rhett, who is an Ohio State Buckeye, which oh, every, nobody likes them. No, no. There's a few and far between down here. The closer you get to Ohio, where we're at, there's a few more down this way. I got to deal with a couple. My uh, one of my assistants on my softball uh, team, and he's a big Ohio State guy. And I'm not a not an Ohio State fan at all. I've never root for Ohio State. I can say that. No, 
Oh, me, me either. No way. I respect them. They know what they're doing there. That football team, they're pretty loaded, and they, they're well-coached. Well, good team, but, yeah. Can't support it. Hey, but you want your rival to be good, though, right? You That's wanna... true. That's true. They're probably saying the same thing about Michigan, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, next one. Set two. What is your favorite movie? I thought about this one a little bit. Um, I've got a lot of favorites. Uh, it depends on the mood. You know, I'm a comedy guy. I love comedies. Give me something funny that I can sit and relax on, on a weekend. Honestly, I watch a lot of uh, Disney Plus right now. I got a five-year-old daughter and a two-year-old daughter, so we watched Soul the other night. They're watching The Lorax right now in the living room, so we're always on Disney Plus. Those are the movies I see now, but all-time um, Blow, Johnny Depp, is my favorite movie of all time. That story is unbelievable to me. I love the history of like the drug trade and that stuff and any narco shows like that that I like too. But that movie, Johnny Depp plays a great role of George Young there in the uh, movie Blow is great. I mean, comedies. I love Super Troopers. It's an all-time favorite back when I was in college. That was like a classic. There's some other ones. Old School is a good one. The Hangover, all the hangovers I could watch over and over again. When those are on TV, once in a while, I'll flip through. I'll be like, I'll stop and watch it for a half hour or so if I got time. So, yeah, but I'd say Blow is my, uh, my go-to. That's my one that I could sit down and spend two and a half hours watching. That like I've heard of that one. I, I love Johnny Depp, especially as uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah, other great uh, ones too. He's a great actor. Edward Scissorhands. Edward yes. Scissorhands. Yep. Um, I, I can't. I can't say that I I've seen seen it or enough to remember it. But I, I'll uh, I'll add it to my list to check it out. That's um, a good one. Yeah. You've been spending some time on Disney Plus. Uh, have you been uh, checking out The Mandalorian or? No, not yet. I've never gotten into, and this is honest thing. Any sci-fi for me is not my thing. Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, any of that stuff. I've tried, can't do it. Just can't do it. And it's just like one of those things. My brother-in-law loves Star Wars. My wife loved Twilight back years ago, and that kind of stuff. I watch it and I laugh. I'm like, this is not realistic to me. Mm-hmm. So any of that stuff, it's just like I've tried, just can't get into it. Yeah, it's. I'm gonna tell you, the, the Mandalorian is. It might be the one thing that you might like because it's yeah. yeah it's it's spaceships flying around right the you know whatnot Jedi's having you know the Jedi powers but it's kind of like a sci-fi themed western okay okay something with, different then yeah with maybe this, one of these if you have a snow day maybe coming up we'll uh that would be a good choice to lay on the couch and turn it on here. As as we record this, the the yeah. the snow day calculator says ninety nine percent chance tomorrow, according to my wife, who teaches kindergarten. So <laughs> I haven't I'm checked it yet. I've been looking at the forecast. My kindergarten daughter is uh, pretty pumped. This will be her first snow day, so she's hopeful. <laughs> she's very hopeful tonight. And and they have been they've been pretty much going to school all along, right? He's been face to face. Knock on wood again. Her class has been face to face this whole years so far so it's been really good now there's been other classrooms in her building that have you know had to quarantine for a week or two or whatever but yeah the elementary level she's been very lucky wear masks all day and everything but her classroom's been yeah face to face all year and i'm thankful for that because i do not want a kindergartner trying to learn online and at home for me i i don't want to do that some people that's that's their choice that's their prerogative that's good but for me not my thing yeah i mean like i i just i see what my my wife is is having to try and do from the teacher and like you know oh, she yeah. co- she compares herself to steve from blues clues like <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. you're on this you're on the screen right <laughs> oh man i mean teaching is entertaining that's for sure that's a part of our job but at the same yeah. time 
I don't know if I could do it. The online thing, we've done it at Adrian. We were like basically four or five weeks with, we had some options. Then the state obviously shut us down. We had some kids with cases and it was tough. It was tough. I mean, I miss seeing the kids every day, my coworkers, that kind of stuff. So I'm not, I don't want to go back to that. I was very thankful to be back this fit. Yeah, man. It's as we haven't had kids in the building yet for class. Um, we're going to start that this week. Okay. Um, I was able to finally get kids back in the weight room last Thursday. So like I have been not, I've been looking at zoom calls like this one or boxes with names in them. Yep. Yeah. Boxes names are pretty common. We've been doing Google meets and it's like, you turn your camera on, you're there. You know, we're dealing with that a lot. And it's not just, it's everywhere, man. It's nationwide. I'm hearing stories and I got friends teaching other places. They're dealing with the same things. Yep. So. Yeah, it's rough. Now, before we, we move on to TV shows here, you said you were a big Super Troopers guy. One, yep. of, one of my highlights of the original shutdown for this coronavirus pandemic back in like March and April was I stumbled across the show made by the creators of Super Troopers uh called tacoma fd have yes, you i've heard of it heard of that I've not, but i've heard of it and i've seen like ads for it i've not watched it yet i think i would really enjoy it though you need to watch that <laughs> um, it. yeah i'll put it in the phone now so i'll have a story here tacoma fd um if, if you love super troopers you will love tacoma fd uh just I would sit there and laugh, like <laughs> stay up to come on at 10 o'clock. Normally I I'm an, I'm an early to bed guy. Cause I get up pretty early to train and whatnot. And uh, Tacoma FD is a good time. You'll, you'll, you'll like that. Have to give it a look then. Give it a shot. Uh, and I think you can watch it. Uh, I think it's, it's on, um, I forget what channel it's on right now. It's it's maybe True TV. I think. I think it was True TV. I thought I saw it advertised. And yep. you you probably can go on their website and um and or on their app and watch it um and stream it. Stream something else. Check that out. Yeah, I might yeah. maybe tonight. That'll be good. If there's not generally, I'm watching a lot of sports. I don't watch a lot of TV. If it is, it's sports. But yeah, now uh, that might be something to go to bed to at night. Check out that. Oh, you're going to want to be fully awake for this one. <laughs> it's it's good. No, keep me awake, probably. That'll be the trouble. It's, it's good. My suggestion for going to sleep is a podcast called Sasquatch Chronicles, right? That is, 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 is quality. Okay. Are, are you, are you a, a believer in Sasquatch like myself? See, I lived up north and for nine years, and they had the thing called the Legend of the Dog Man. Get a chance, Google it. And like Northern Michigan, that's a big deal, the Dog Man and all that. So, I mean, it was always a joke, but I don't know. I don't know if I believe the same thing with like UFOs. Now that's coming out. That's that's stuff's true supposedly now too. So who knows with what's going on in our world today? What's real? What's not? The Sasquatch thing? I don't know. I don't know. Till I till I see something. Right now, I don't believe it, but I could be wrong. Add the Sasquatch Chronicles to your repertoire. <laughs> okay. When you hear people telling stories about seeing these creatures. And they are on opposite ends of the country, all like I just and and he does some historical accounts too, okay, and what they're describing, like I just don't be- i I gotta believe that people are seeing something, yeah, because there's was people there- that have no way to connect with each other that are describing the same thing. was there a TV show at one point in time with something like that it was called Finding Bigfoot. I've seen, I've seen that. I've watched that a few times, a couple episodes of that. Okay, right. that, that's, that's, a, that's you explained it. Made it sound a little familiar. 
That's a Finding Bigfoot was good. I was a big fan of that. Um, I've actually been meaning to do an episode of the podcast about Sasquatch. I'm just waiting to find somebody that loves it as much as I do. Um, so they can come in. We you got a you got a kid popping in here that wants to they're, they're heading up to bed. No, they're heading up to bed now. My wife's taking them up about 7 38 every night. It's bedtime. So brush your teeth and head to bed. So we're early risers here too. I gotta take two girls to one to daycare every morning and one to um before school care. So yeah, it's uh it's an early morning at the skills household almost every day. So uh, I, I will uh well, we'll my, move. We'll move through quickly. So we're good. My group text it. makes fun of me because we have a group text a few teacher friends of mine, and uh, yeah. they'll text at nine thirty. I'm like, "Yeah, I was in bed." I'll text back at five o'clock when I get up, four forty-five, and they're like, "Where were you?" There's thirty-seven text messages I missed when I get up the next morning. So, sorry yep. guys, I'm in bed by nine o'clock watching yep. TV and phones on silent. So, yep, going going to sleep. Uh, um, so, I'm, like I said, I've been trying to find. Uh, uh, every time I try to bring it up when I talk with a guest. So if they, if they have that belief in Sasquatch that we could come back and do a whole episode on it. <laughs> that would be a good episode to listen to. It'd be interesting. Find someone that has some, yeah, some, some more background and knowledge and then you can tie in with it. That would be good. Now, before we move on to this favorite TV show, again, tangents just left and right in the speed set questions. There's been a ton of sightings in up North Michigan. Oh yeah. Sasquatch. I've heard that too. Yep. Yep. Between Dogman and Sasquatch, that's, yeah, when I lived up there for those nine years, that was talking about, you know, a lot of woods, a lot of outdoors, not a lot of people around. Yep. They're out there. They're out there. So, (laughs) (laughs) you kind of talked about it already when we went on one of our tangents talking about Tacoma FD or other TV shows. Uh, Do do you have a favorite TV show? You say you like sports. Do you have a favorite? Generally, it's like if the TV's on at our house, it's either like I said, Disney Plus with the kids. We watch a lot of sports, football, basketball. I'm a big football, baseball fan. Um, but the uh, the one I do go to if I need something, it's I'll watch over and over again some Practical Jokers on True TV, and that's on all the time. It still gets me. I can watch the same dang episode and I still laugh and I know what's happening. I know what's coming, but yeah, that's my like. If I need something, it's on all the time. I feel like so I can just flip the True TV and that's going to be on. So. Yep. Yeah, I was uh, stealing this from busting the boys podcast, but no free shout outs. That's like the show. If I need a show, that's my show to go to just for <laughs> easy entertainment. <laughs> uh, they they actually used to be on before Tacoma FD. So I used to okay. watch, them, watch. I probably them, yeah. caught part of it or so. That's probably where I saw an ad for it or whatever. Yeah, they, um, they, those guys also, I saw they're on a show. I think it's on TBS called The, the Misery Index. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I haven't watched it, but I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. Nope. I haven't I haven't watched it watched it either, but I've seen commercials for it, and they're, oh, those are the guys from Impractical yep. Jokers. Yep. Yeah, I don't know how long they're gonna be able to do this Impractical Jokers gig. They get out there, and everybody knows who they are now. They're becoming too famous to you oh, know yeah. streets and pull these pranks. So yeah, I love people a good show. Come on, I'm like that kind of thing. Uh, boiling points, and back when I was in college, I remember laying in bed watching that at two in the morning in college and laughing hysterically. You know, so those kind of shows always get me. Or uh, the old Aston Kutcher uh, punked. Yeah, punked was a good one. Yep, that was great with the celebrities. That was I forgot about that one. Yep. Oh yeah. All right. So you're a big uh, impractical jokers guy. Oh yeah, love the impractical jokers. Sale, Joe, all those guys. Smur. It's a uh, easy entertainment for me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, moving along. What is this? Is the fourth fourth set here? What's your favorite uh, or your number one hobby? Um. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of into a lot of different things. I, I love to train. I love to work out. You know, I'm uh, coach Johnson makes fun of me because we normally lift together four to five days a week, 
but um, I'm going seven days a week normally, unless I'm busy. It's and it might be a light day, like Sunday. I got up, did ten minutes jump rope, did fifty pull ups, hundred push ups, hundred squats. I was done. You know, knocked it out real quick. Other days are much longer. Obviously, our our workouts are our base days are much longer. But I try to do something seven days a week, whether it's on the treadmill or I got a small rack uh, last Christmas, 2019, which was perfect timing because I have you know. I got about 400 pounds worth of weight down in the basement with a rack and I got a curl bar and a handful of dumbbells. So I was able to lift all during quarantine. So that's become one of my uh, number one hobbies. I'll say, and I've been doing it for years, at least three, four days a week. And now I'm much more consistent and much more knowledgeable on it. You know, I'm not where you're at with the degrees and the background you have, but I feel pretty confident about what I know that. And, um, we bought a camper two years ago. So my biggest thing in the summer, man, I love spending time with family and friends and we camp a ton. We have, Right now we have seven trips planned from uh, May until we'll go into October, probably camp for Halloween with the kids and whatnot. So love camping. We got a 20, um, 26 foot trailer, you know, so plenty of room and it's not camping like you would think in the tent. You know, we got air, we got a fridge, we got TVs in there, two TVs. So it's a good setup, but we'll go for a week at a time. You know, if my wife can get some time off work here and there, we, uh, we love to do that with family and friends. Uh, it's um, and we'll talk more about training here in a little bit. Um, and how you're training but uh we when i i grew up camping just just like that we we had where we would go and we eventually the the weekend trips you know going on different trips became like a um we would have a, a seasonal site where we would go to the yep. same place and our, our camper would just stay there the mm-hmm. whole season kind of like how people go up north with their cabins here that's how yep. we would do it we go to yep. the campground and I mean, I practically grew up in a in a in a campground, so there's a there's a lot of fun. fun you understand things. that? Oh yeah, I love it. It's it's relaxing. You get there and it's like you don't have a worry for you know two, three, four, five days, however long you're there. And yep. the kids ride their bikes around. They go swimming. They play, and it's just relaxing. Have a fire. You know, we we have a little mountain on the outside of our camper to put TV out there at night. So I'll turn on a. In the fall, I turned on football games and sat up by the fire, and it was it was a nice night with some buddies and whatnot, and it was always a good time. It's something I enjoyed. It's relaxing. Yeah. Don't have to worry about a whole lot when you're there. Oh yeah, you get there, you get your stuff set up, you get that trailer leveled off. Yep. You know, and and go and go from there. Yeah. That's... We always eat real good too over the fire, and uh, yeah, we got a camp chef grill, which is like a portable grill, good size. You know, mm-hmm. runs off propane tank, and we uh, we eat real good when we camp, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I always feel like I put on a few pounds in the summer. When oh, I probably yeah. should. Oh yeah, for sure. I know well. I I I've, I've talked with my wife many times here because she likes to, uh, she wants to travel because she's been to all these places. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, she's like, oh, you've never been to New Orleans. You've never been to Tennessee. You've never been here. I said, yeah, that's great. Let's get a camper and uh, and tow it there, and then we'll yeah. spend some time uh, doing that because I don't like hotels and I don't want to leave my dog home. I get it. Yeah, we take our dog with us most times. She's sleeping right here next to me. And we actually two years ago drove down to Nashville. Took the camper down there. My wife and I and another couple spent six days down there in camp, and it was awesome. It was a great time. So I would highly recommend it. I want to do that. I, I've never. I've always wanted to go to Nashville. We'll talk more with you about music uh, soon. But I, I'm been a big country music fan as well as many other genres. So I always wanted to go yep. down there and see Nashville. So that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. You've been all over with that camper. Oh yeah, we we towed quite, put some miles on it the last two years so far. So we got more planned this year. Cool, that's a lot of fun. It takes me back to my childhood for sure. Your, your kids are going to grow up appreciating that. By the way, to, to sure. take it from a kid that 
did it and grew up there like yeah it was it was good your kids are gonna remember those are gonna be some of the fondest memories they have is the time at camp that's what that's what we're hoping for all right so about halfway through the speed set questions we put the arguably the most important one to yours truly right here in the middle we might not be friends after this i know what's coming i've listened enough but go ahead there's been enough people that have let me down on this, Jay, that, you know, I, I'm, listen, people can disagree with me, right? I have a very strong opinion about this topic. Uh, however, I also allow people, this is the United States of America. Um, you can believe whatever you want to believe, when it com- especially when it comes to this. You're a civics teacher, right? You know these things, right? Yeah. Chicken wings, Jay. How are you ordering them? Are you dipping them in anything? Go. I'm starting with the dip stuff. I'm not a, um, it's kind of a funny thing. My dad's this way. I don't know if I got it from him. Anything white, I don't eat. White sauce. Now, I've, as I've gotten older, that's changed. I like ranch a little bit, but I'll never put anything. Mayo I can deal with, but I never ask for it. Um, blue cheese, absolutely not. Things like that. So I'm pretty simple with my wings. Don't give me anything. I want them just how they're dry, whatever, sauce, whatever. Now, when it comes to the wings themselves, I like easy. Give me boneless wings. I know it's terrible. They're chicken nuggets, you say, I've heard. But I, I like a boneless wing now. Will I eat bone-in? Absolutely. I like chicken wings still. So if we're making them here at the house, yeah, we do normal wings. But if I'm going somewhere, it depends on where, obviously, too. You know, if it's Buffalo Wild Wings down the road, Adrian, Frickers has some pretty good wings. So depending on the deal they got you know if it's a something special i might go with the wings that day but i'm just like give me something simple i can eat it with a fork it's not a pain but yeah i knew you'd, you would uh you would like that answer there you you would be surprised how many people i have on this show and how many people answer the same way you just did <laughs> i'm sure i'm not that unique when it comes to that that's that's for sure we have a place was up north, a golf course, that Sundays they had 50-cent boneless wings. I spent a lot of time and money on those 50-cent boneless wings on Sundays watching football there. So I got kind of hooked on them there, and they did a pretty good job with them. So that's kind of my go-to now. Like I said, I'll switch it up from time to time, depending on the place and the price and everything else. Yeah, I mean, because sometimes, like, so there's some restaurants that I go to, and they rake you over the coals for some wings. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like, yeah. It's like, look, sucker, I know that it doesn't cost that much for those reject pieces of chicken and for you to throw them in that deep fryer and throw in some sauce for me. Okay, yep. I know it. But you're going to charge me $12 or, you know, at mm-hmm. least at, you know, 10 over 10, right? For, you know, and then out here in Michigan, right? They do it by the pound. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I know. Yo. I don't understand that either. I want a dozen. I don't care how much they weigh. <laughs> Give me a dozen. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I'm with you there. I understand uh, that. Oh, no, I didn't. I never really understood that. So mm-hmm. yeah. Give me my number, whatever. I want a yeah. dozen, two dozen, whatever it is. Yeah. 30. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's what you have to do. Hey, getting, getting the, the, the chicken nuggets for 50 cents is a really good deal because normally they <laughs> cost a little bit more. Yeah, I guess you want to call them chicken nuggets. Now, flavor-wise, I'm not real picky. I'm not a huge hot guy. I can deal with it, but I want to enjoy my food. So anything like with a little flavor, a little heat's okay, you know? So it just depends on – I like a Parmesan garlic with a little bite to it. It's also good. So 
That's probably my number one choice. You head down there to Buffalo Wild Wings. They have a plethora of sauces. Yeah, about anything you can get there. Yeah. Overrated, in my opinion, but that's a rare occasion we go there. Me, hey, it's the sauces ain't bad, right? You could get nuggets anywhere in your case, right? The wings, the wings are. They're all right, right? Like they're 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 calling a Buffalo Wild Wing. They're trying to to get the rub, a pro wrestling term, to get the rub from the great city of Buffalo. Right? Um, You know, it's I've I've been to the motherland. I've I've dined (laughs) I've dined at the table of the creators of the chicken wing, um, and their Buffalo Wild Wings are okay. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel too. I I agree with you. I'd rather I like. Whether we're at home, my brother-in-law makes some really good wings. My dad does pretty well, so I like doing that. You know, if we're together, throw some wings on the grill, whatever in the oven, whatever you got to do. You know, deep fry. We've done all sorts of things. So. Or perhaps throw them on a pit boss pellet grill and pellet smoker. <laughs> pit boss, perfect timing. Pit boss, you hear me again? <laughs> I love that 1100 Pro series that I bought. That Phil Jacobs talked me into buying. <laughs> And that my dad, that my dad bought, right? Hey, listen to this story, Jay. Right? It's, I'm, I'm going to get one. I want to get one of these pit boss grills, right? So I do some research, whatever. Right? I find out that they got the better quality one at Lowe's for the, about the same money I was going to pay for the lower quality one at Walmart or some other place. Right? I, I get there. My dad's looking. My dad finds this deal on Lowe's.com. They mark these suckers down 50% off. Right. So I'm looking and I got this screenshot that my dad sent me for this grill that brand new is worth six hundred dollars. Okay. And we're looking right here and it's two hundred and fifty dollars plus tax. Right. So it's a little bit more than 50 percent off of the main price. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's I'm like, whoa, I, I, I literally walked up to the guy. At Lowe's, held up the ad on my phone and said, "Hey, if you have this grill, I will buy it right now." Mm-hmm. Right? So he Absolutely. laughs. He laughs. He goes, "Oh, I think we got one or two left." Right? Goes and gets it. Walk up to the register. I had already texted Phil at this point and said, "You won't believe the deal I'm about to get." <laughs> you know where this is going. Yep, I got an idea. Walk up, bring it up. Comes up five hundred bucks, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, no, no, that's not fifty percent off. Well, apparently, Lowe's Home Improvement Warehouse, which I like, they could possibly be a sponsor of the show as well someday. Uh, they do different deals depending on what state you're in. Oh, so literally within a half hour of each other in Michigan, I paid five hundred dollars or whatever, which was about fifty dollars more than what I was preparing to go and spend but i paid 500 and something my dad within a span of 30 minutes in new york paid 250 for the same damn grill that's a killer man that's a killer it's almost like you should have made a trip back home to say i'll buy a grill and bring it back with me throw in the truck listen i i contemplated if it would be financially better to just buy the one there or have him buy me one in new york and ship it here Ship it, yeah realistically it might not have been a bad deal that's crazy that difference and i didn't know that i did not realize that 
No, so that, that's some uh, insight you for our audio listeners. That price matching stuff, you know, you got to give me this price. Come on. I I was working on them like they they were not phased, right? I did all the I did all the different little techniques, like the you know, oh, I'm let down. The <laughs> oh, I am the large, intimidating human being. <laughs> um, you know. I, I went through the whole gamut of, of things and that, that girl at that counter would not budge. The, the manager was like, yeah, sorry, man. You know, wish we could help you. We couldn't even mark it down if we wanted to. It's just for the policy. I'm like, I'll take it. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take here, it here. I've already heard how great this is. <laughs> and now since I've had it, I've eaten basically every meal off of it. Yes. My pit boss pro series 1100. Um, I have said, no, they are great. So you make the wings, make the wings on there too. I just made some the other day. So we'll continue with the Iron Dread podcast after a brief word from our sponsors. This is Coach Phil Jacobs, head football coach of the Dexter Dreadnoughts. You are listening to the Iron Dread podcast. Oh, I don't even remember what we were talking about. I went on a rant. You got on the, the wing. Bus. Yeah, the, the this is this is what that's happens. That's your passion, the wing. I know that. Yeah. Yes. Your passion is nuggets. Mine <laughs> is wings. <laughs> oh, uh, I I'm, I'm never. I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna let you let you live this down. Oh, I know. Way. I know. I'm gonna hear this forever. So if I come up, we'll have some wings. We won't have nuggets. Yeah. If you come up to my house, there, there's there's no All nuggets right. here. All right. All right. Unless unless they're being referred to as nuggets, it, you know, <laughs> go get them down at the McDonald's down the road here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let, let's talk about training here. Right. I've ranted enough. Um, let's talk a little bit about training. So you said that you'd like to train right now. You're you're getting in training every day. Uh, would you have a say that you have a certain style that you like to train? Uh, fundamental exercises that you're all about, or like you know, kind of what's what's your training? philosophy i guess is the easiest way to put that like what i've i mean i've done all sorts of things like i said i'm not as well versed as you are in this field for sure but i've done a little bit of everything we're doing a hypertrophy phase right now i'm doing like a four-week hypertrophy phase with uh, coach johnson he, had, he didn't lift last week at all because his son's daycare is closed with covid so he couldn't he was home with him all week so i'm a week ahead of him right now but we did um we did squatober back in october we did dead december in december so you're squatting every day in october deadlift every day in de- um, december but you still have your push pull in there you still have a squat on deadlift days and different things too so i like to mix it up i'm a full body guy with two kids um and coaching it's you know it's hard to get in the weight room for a substantial amount of time so if i can get in and out in less than an hour 45 minutes or so is about right for me um that's what i try to do it depends on where i'm at in the summer i do more outdoor work you know we'll do some hit workouts outside my wife and i we got kettlebells and dumbbells we'll take them outside and medicine balls and do different things um some sprints i got a little hill in my yard so run some sprints there but try to do a little bit of everything right now though that hypertrophy phase is where i'm at um the squat over in december i definitely got stronger with those and i put on some good muscle mass so i gained some weight which is good weight too but at the same time I don't know if I want to be that heavy where I'm at right now. So dropping a few pounds the next couple of weeks, hopefully, and get back to where I want to be. I might lose a little bit, you know, numbers in the weight room, but that's all right. At my age anymore, I'm 36. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to kill myself anymore. I don't have to put on, you know, four plates in the, on the squat rack anymore. I'd like to, but I don't have to. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, and whenever I talk training with people, right, it goes like, yeah, everybody kind of based on where they're at in life, right? They, yep. they, they, that kind of fuels the way they train, 
you know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. You know, I had CT Chatham on, you know, a few months ago and you know, he's, he was, a uh, you know, just got his hip replaced. Shout out to coach Chatham. He usually listens to the show. Um, you know, he got his hips replaced. So he's more of just, you know, he's getting on the bike and moving around and walking while playing golf. Like that's just where he's at in life. You know, you guys are, are staying in shape. You don't have any aspirations of going and competing in a powerlifter meet. So yep. run the, run the hypertrophy blocks and, you know, put muscle on the, the best you can cut the fat off when it comes time to come to the summer. Like exactly, it's, yep. uh, it's not a, it's not a bad thing. It's, um, yeah, it's and it's a change of pace for me. I had uh, a couple years ago, I ran a half marathon. So I've done a little bit of everything, and I hated every minute of it. I'll never do another one in my life. Um, did it up in Traverse City with some family. My brother and I, my wife, uh, her two sisters, and our sister-in-law did it together. I mean, we all ran our own race, but it was miserable. It was humid, and it rained the whole morning. And I'll never do it again in my life. I had a, probably a 65-year-old woman running next, 60-year-old woman running next to me, like, come on, keep going. I'm like, no, I was ready to kill her. I said, I'm done with it. <laughs> At about mile nine, my body was done for. And I'd run 10, 12 miles a little bit around here, but man, that humidity hit me. And so I'll run five days. I like doing that stuff. I like to compete, you know, and at, you know, the older you get, how can you still compete? And it's not competing against others necessarily, but I compete against myself. You know, I have a time in mind or I have a goal. Same thing in the weight room. You know, I have a number I want to reach. So, you know, at the end, two months from now, I want to hit this number. And same thing when I run, I want to hit this time or whatever. And I'm not great, not fast by any means, but I know what I want to get and I know what I want to do. So it gives me a purpose, a purpose. Yeah. Things, things to strive for, things to, things to do. Well, that's a, Hey, that's why I talk to everybody. If they're, if they're remotely in the training and say, Hey, we got those USAPL meets going on all the time. <laughs> no, that's not for me. I don't even know. I, I'd have to look at the numbers and see where I compare. I know what I can do, but I don't know how I'd stack up. Jay, you just said it. All right. It's about going to the meet that's true. That's and true. breaking your own personal yeah, best. I can do that in the weight room by myself. That's where I get that mindset. When you go something like that, I want to compete. I want to be the best I can be. Yeah. You know, that's, and I think most of you live your life that way, you know, if yeah. I, I want to be the best teacher I can be, I want to be the best coach I can be. I want to be, yeah. when I left, I want to be the best one in the weight room. And there's times I don't stand a chance. There's other times I'll be all right. So, yeah. you know, yeah, it, I, I, I like it because that's, that's kind of my time to go and be an athlete again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've only done two, but there, you know, I try to get other people involved to do them like i've been working on phil jacobs for months he trains like a madman he trains mm-hmm. in our conjugate method right? yep. like, like just like i do and he he's gotten stronger i'm like what are you gonna just sign up and do it like <laughs> you, you you could be in the masters three class or whatever it is right you you'll go you'll lift You'll, you'll probably take first if there's anyone else even there in your division to lift against. If you want to go lift at a state meet, you go lift at a state meet. Hey, you might even be able to qualify for for nationals because oh, how yeah. many how many guys fifty yeah. plus are there in the sport? That age, you know, doing so, yeah, for sure, definitely. Yeah. And then we go down to the Arnold and watch somebody lift. You know, like things things like that. Like it's just, I think it's fun. I work on them. I know that most of the time, yeah, nobody's ever going to do it, but I'm the only one crazy. I'm the only one crazy enough above 30 to get in a singlet, I guess, amongst my peer group. Yeah, that's the other thing. I don't know if I want to do that right now either. That's the other downfall there. I had to do that when I was younger. Anymore, I don't know. I don't know if that'd be a good look for me. 
It's overrated. I, it's overrated. <laughs> I, I just I just tell myself you make anything look good. Or I just that's make right, myself feel right. better. Oh, it's all up here. That's <laughs> it's all up here as I quickly put my sweatshirt and shorts back on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. So, yeah. So all right. So you're you're training. Uh, you're doing a lot of hypertrophy work right now. Some yep. aesthetics. Yep. I got I got some good books. Um, they're from like a conjugate focus. Okay, uh, but I, I, I I'll uh, I'll share those. I can share. Those I like your conjugate stuff too. I've I've done some research on it. I've done a little bit of that in my day. You know, at some points in times and different things. Are you guys four days a week normally? You do. Yeah. So split like that. So you go like a max effort and then like upper lower kind of thing. Yep. Max effort upper. Or usually like I I like to start the week with the max effort lower. Okay. Um, and what we'll do in the four four week span. Uh, four day span of the of the week for training days since we don't train them on the weekends we'll run like a max lower on monday dynamic upper tuesday yep. wednesday is accessory work um yep. thursday is dynamic lower and then friday is the max effort upper so you have the 72 hours yep. in between space in between that makes sense okay um just just because like putting the max effort days right next to each yep. other back, back yeah Kills your central nervous. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. You're 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 oh. pretty fried. Like it's that's, um that's a lot what we're doing right now with our power lifters too. We're doing like today. I mean, this today was our first real day in the weight room with them. So we we did um deadlift and squat. Today would be kind of a heavy day normally. It wasn't because it's their first, you know, first day in. Yeah. And then we'll do more speed upper tomorrow. Thursday will be a speed lower and then a heavy Friday, you know, kind mm-hmm. of going to upper so heavy upper on friday yep yeah. yep heavy upper on friday to knock it out so that's normally what we do and spending that's chris brought that to us and that's been pretty successful i feel like hey what i love about the conjugate method is when it's run correctly you can use it to attack weak points and make an individual an all-around stronger human being whether we're going to put them on the platform for powerlifting. Mm-hmm. or we're going to take them and put them on the softball field or the wrestling mat or the football field, just yep. build a stronger, more durable. And as you mentioned before, a more confident individual and send them out there to those sport coaches to turn into great mm-hmm. athletes in their sport and let them roll. Yep. hundred percent. That's, what, that's what I love about it. Yep. Yep. And you know, I know you've talked about it before on here, the injury prevention piece too. That's the other thing I love about the weight room is, I didn't realize that when I was younger, when I was a younger coach, you know, I didn't realize that, but now it's become such a, a key sticking point with all of our kids, you know, our, our, our trainers in there with us. We got a strength guy at our school now too, that works with us. And it's been, it's been phenomenal trying to get number one injury prevention, confidence, and then we're getting stronger. So it's kind of that tiered system and keep them healthy. If, we, if they get hurt in the weight room, they can't play basketball. They can't play football. They can't play softball for me. So I want them healthy. Yep. So. yep. Nobody, the, I can I can confidently say that injuries I, happen in our weight room are always when our students don't follow a designated protocol. Yeah. Yeah, whether it's probably, you're right, like whether they're doing too much weight more than they should be doing, the technique's off, whatever, not what you've coached them to do. I agree. More of our injuries have come from like a kid drops a plate on their foot. Yeah, seen that happen. More, 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 more of that stuff. But yeah, so that's cool. It's good to hear that that stuff. And like I said, if uh, you you need anything from me, if I could share, I'll definitely pick your brain. I always love learning. That's the other reason I like listening to podcasts. I can learn little things, like you said. If I can steal one or two things, you know, 
choose myself or with my my kids i'm all about it you know i'm all yep. about it yeah that that's my belief like coaching is just literally stealing stuff from everyone you can oh, and yeah. then making it making it your own and applying it and you know yep making it fit your population what you're working with your program your weight room your whatever you know yep. your facilities yeah for sure all right so we'll, we'll move along here in the in the speed sets um you have a we talked about wings but do you uh do you have a favorite food overall um i don't know i'd have to say if my wife was in here she'd probably say tacos definitely i could eat i could eat mexican food about every day and you know you've been around here living in adrian we have a ton we have a large hispanic population so there i mean there's no shortage of Mexican restaurants in this town. And between there's a couple in Tecumseh now too, and living right in the middle, we'll buzz back and forth. And, you know, Friday nights are an easy, like, let's get Fiesta, let's get El Chaps. There's always something available. There's tacos, burritos, nachos, quesadillas, there's something. So I'm a, I'm a Mexican guy. So that's probably my go-to tacos for sure. Oh, you can't go wrong. Uh, I think it was El Chaps that um yep. that Phil took me to when I was down there. Classic. That's a classic. Their cheese is real good. Their chips and cheese are a, a dynamite, easy appetizer to get you going. Mm-hmm. Great. We went there actually right after um your meet last year. Yep. Okay. Yep. Because we were towing the trailers with all the all the stuff in it oh. for our meat. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's not <laughs> a lot of parking. You guys have parked across the street or yeah, we parked on the street and then and yeah. then went in. He's he's okay. like He's like, yeah, you gotta go. You gotta try this place. So, oh yeah, yeah. When, when yeah, I had do to... a good job there, I'm sure I'm ready for them to get back open. It's it's good to go, but it's you know it's better sitting in that restaurant. I'm ready to oh. get in there, you know, have a drink and have some tacos or whatever, and yep. be with family or some friends. There's there's I live I live way out the way here. The closest town to me is probably Stockbridge, and I see yep. that there's a there's a Mexican restaurant down there that I've heard a lot of good things about. And you know, we lived in this house for almost two years now. And uh, we still haven't been down there, so I kind of want to. I'm hoping that it's like one of those places down there in Adrian. It's going to be real yeah. good. Yeah, it give it a shot. worth a try. Yeah, gotta check it out. I never met too much. You know, there's never really been too much food that I haven't liked. You That's know? What I was gonna say. Yeah, and normally with Mexican food, most of the time you can't go wrong. So you know, it's pretty easy to put together. And there's some really good ones, but I've never really had a bad, bad one. So no. can't complain. Uh, the, the town we lived in in North Carolina too was was similar, right? like Adrian. You know, huge Hispanic population, so there was a lot of good Mexican food, and you know, we, we spent a lot of time down there. Yeah. Right. Yep. So we kind of we kind of already talked about your your sporting background and what you like to watch and uh, what you played uh, growing up. So that'll take us to kind of the end here. The, the last, the last question on the speed set questions is, you know, music. We, we love music in the iron drip program. Um, you know, yes. we have all kinds of stuff uh, with music and a variety of different things. Uh, as a guest on the podcast, as you know, you get to pick a weight room song of the week. So do you have a song that you would like to add to the Iron Dread Weight Room Song of the Week playlist. And I will say that Iron Dread playlist is quality. We listened to it uh, one day last week in the weight room because it's hard to find good edited music for the weight room. So I've, you know, I've done my Pandora and I've done different playlists on Spotify, but I've used yours, you know, last week and the kids seem to like it. So we're stealing a little bit from you there. But for me, I like to train to anything. I'm not real picky. I like heavy stuff, um, rock. I like hip hop. I'm a hip hop guy. I grew up loving hip hop. Um, like we talked about, I'll listen to any music, 
but when I'm training, it depends on the mood, depends on what I'm doing. If it's a max heavy day, I, you know, I need some heavy stuff. I need to get going. I would say my song, like I could go, I got a list. I thought of some things like Rage Against the Machine, love Rage Against the Machine, but um, Nirvana is good at times. And it depends on the mood. Like I said, Kid Cudi right now. I like Kid Cudi's new album. And that's not a great weight room soundtrack, but it's nice when you're just doing a, a normal day, you know, or whatever I need to be doing. It's not a bad setup. But my song, I would definitely say, I thought about this would be uh, South Town by P.O.D. So that's, that's a classic. Um, that's a good weight room song. I've had that on my playlist for years. It's probably been around 15 years, maybe, I would guess. So back in college, I remember listening to it. So that was one that still to this day when that comes on, you know, turns you up a different level a little bit. P.O.D. has been around for a while. Yes. Um, I was a, a big fan of Youth of the Nation. Youth of the Nation, Alive. Uh, alive. Stuff, yep. Yeah, you're gonna I'll give me. Like. You're gonna give me back on some uh, on some POD here, bringing them back. That that's yep. that's uh, that's that takes me back a little bit. So cool, Southtown POD. Yep. Uh, that will be uh, Coach Jason Skeel's pick here for the Iron Dread Weight Room Song of the Week playlist. Remember, you could find this song. And every song on the Iron Dread Weight Room Song of the Week playlist, just search it out on Spotify or check it out in the show notes. Don't forget, at the end of the show, uh, I will play a very quick clip of this song uh, for you at the end um, so you can hear what uh, what Jay's talking about here. Uh, that You know, the arrangement, a little bit of uh, the grunge era stuff you brought up there. Kid, Kid Cuddy got a good story about him. He came to my college. And I had really? to had to work security for him. Not fun. <laughs> Not a good time. Not you, you fun. Or what? Like, uh, uh, it, what happened was they did it in our ice arena, and our ice arena was not a good place to have a vocalist, you know, a rap artist come and play because the echo in there and the acoustics in that building are not very good. <laughs> Yeah, so with a rap artist, you have to be able to hear the words, what they're saying, right? Especially with him, too. I, I can see that there. Yep. That makes yeah. sense. It was, it yeah. was rough. It was rough. Like, <laughs> people, you know, angry college, because they gave glow sticks out to all the, all the kids, right? There were the college kids that were in there. And because they couldn't understand them, some of, the, some of these jerks were throwing glow sticks at them. <laughs> He wanted to leave the stage. He got angry. Oh, that was that was that's rough. tough. That's tough for you, security too. That's you're in a bad spot there. Oh yeah, because I mean we're all just football guys that are looking to make some easy money, standing there with our yeah. arms crossed, looking tough. And then you know, <laughs> now now we got to actually you know cart some people out. But I mean, it was fun to toss some people out. Oh, I'm but, sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I can guarantee that'd be a good oh. time. Yeah, them. <laughs> I did. I did him. Um. I think that was. I think that was also a weird night because they had, um, uh, what was the the band? Uh, Andrew WK. Okay. Yeah. I think I think that's the name of it uh, of the band. They like opened for. Them. Huh. They were in the um. They were in the um the Madden game. They had that like song like yeah. uh, Party Hard or something. I think yep. it's Andrew WK. I I just looked. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds familiar. Them. All right, and you probably like this band too. Uh, third eye blind. Third eye blind was eh, okay. Okay, not bad. There, yeah, they they came and, and played the show when we worked it. That one, that one was fun too. <laughs> that one, 
that one, my buddy Quentin Johnson hosed me, right? Because he had the the duty because they insisted on there had to be somebody watching their dressing room door. Because I guess they got robbed at some place that they went to, so they insisted, right, that somebody. Oh. So my buddy Quentin, who was a past guest on the show, he he had the job at the door. I'm out in front of the stage, loving it, right? People are crowd surfing, catching them, right? Yeah. They go. Going back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Quentin called. He shoots me a text. Hey, I gotta use the bathroom. You know, can you come uh, relieve me? <laughs> I go back there. So yeah, man, go ahead. I'm standing there by the door, waiting. No point. <laughs> he uh, left me there. Left you hanging. Left yeah. you hanging on the phone. Nice. Good friend. Good friend. Yeah. He'll, he'll, <laughs> he'll, anytime I bring that up with him, he starts chuckling and is like, oh, well, you know, they, they pulled me over here. They had to go. And just, <laughs> no. He knew what he was doing. He yeah. knew you had to be there. You were stuck. Yeah. You you didn't you didn't want to be there anymore. You wanted to be where I was, and you got me to switch <laughs> with you without telling me your plan. Yep, yep, smart man. So yeah, the uh, the, the 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 bands and uh, and all that stuff. The one cool part with with Third Eye Blind though was they gave us all local crew T-shirts. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Kids Cuddy, Kid Cuddy's crew didn't. They, they yeah. just wanted to get out of there. Yeah, help it out, make their money, and get out of there. Yep, they just wanted to get out of there. So all right, so that that kind of brings our our speed set questions to a close here you know we talk about a a bunch of stuff in those and that's that's why i uh i like to keep those in there um so let's uh let's go here any is there uh you know anything interesting people might not know about you um trying to think anything yeah the fact that like i didn't play high school football and i got into coaching when i went to wyoming rogers one of the guys there said hey we need some jv help you want to help i said i never played i know a little bit you know here and there and he they really helped me out and got me going with it and it's something i fell in love with and i i'm not coaching right now at adrian with you know coaching varsity full-time softball and the uh power lifting i miss it i do miss friday nights i miss the weight room with the boys in the summer and seven on sevens and all that but uh nice to have my falls off have a little break you know with the family that's when we do a lot of camping and get some get in the weight room myself so but uh yeah the whole football thing's kind of people are blown away when i tell them that they're like you didn't play high school football but you've coached you know i've coached for i coached 11 years of high school football between jv and varsity i was a defense coordinator for eight years in calcasca there and we made playoffs twice only three times in school history i made playoffs two times we were coaches there a good friend of mine and i he was the head coach and i was a dc so yeah, that, that's the big thing with me that people probably don't know a lot about me, you know, and other than that, like, love my family and friends, spend a lot of time with them. That's my, my, uh, you think about every Sunday, my dad and brother and I get together and we watch football. That's like our Sunday afternoons, you know, and that's, we go to someone's house, one of the three houses and we make some food and have a few drinks and watch a couple of football games. It's always a good time. It's always nice. Like family's big to me. Very important. That's the main reason we moved back to Adrian was just to be around family. Close to your family. Amen, brother. Amen. Yep. I, I hear you. It's, it's sometimes it's it's tough for me to not be able to just drive drive down the road and see my 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 parents. You know. Yep. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So. Hey, I'll tell you this pros and cons to it though, because my dad he stops by every other day to see my daughters, and like it's nice, but at the same time, like what the hell's dad doing here again? Like my wife thinks your dad's here. I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> it, it, it's pros and cons, but I, I love them, so it works out well. We got. A lot of babysitting help when we need it, which is great. Yes, that's that, that's most most definitely uh, going to be a plus there. Yep. All right, Jay. So we're we're kind of we're kind of getting towards the end here, but um, you know, as, as I mentioned, you know, we'll, we're we're going to 
jump into the the pod decks here, uh, and I, I, I've I've just took three, uh, you know, shuffled the cards up, and and grabbed five questions. And these are these are kind of the the things that will um, will kind of bring this down to a close with. You know, I, I don't think we've talked really about any of these things, and 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 they're pretty good. So cool. it, it actually is funny how they how they lay out. Uh, yeah. and again and again, folks. You know, Jay has not. Uh, he does not know what what's coming his way here. So these are his honest and, and honest and truthful answers. I did not know these are from Poddex interview decks. Again, shout out to Poddex. Really like your product. Uh, would love to have you support the Iron Dread podcast, Poddex. I'll keep using your products regardless. Though I guess that doesn't help my case. <laughs> come on, come on, economics guy. That doesn't that doesn't yeah. help my case, right? You gotta, you gotta sell yourself here, man. You gotta sell yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm not going to use your product unless you sponsor the show. I'm going to throw them in the trash. Find another alternative, right? I'm going to find a competitor podcast questioning uh, (laughs) platform. All right. Ready? Let's do it. All right. So we'll we'll start with the one that's probably, uh, I was going to start on the left. Now I'm going to start on the right because this one's probably the easiest one to answer first. Uh, uh, Being, being children of the, technology era like in our times right you said you're 36 i'm 30 yep. i think i'm 32 these days uh <laughs> i might be 33 i don't i don't know um somewhere around there um we we grew up and we had that uh you know aol instant messenger oh yeah right? yep. Yep. what was what was your first screen name oh my gosh i'd have to think back i i can tell you um i remember having aol in college and the coolest thing was leaving up an away message when you go out for the night and come back oh, yeah. and see what people left i love that i can't remember it was like jason skills or something weird but i do remember for some reason in high school i got an email and it was milkman 02 so i graduated <laughs> in 2002 no idea why milkman no idea to this day i'm like why would you do that but you know probably <laughs> freshman in high school i thought it was funny or unique cool i don't know so yeah, I remember that. I don't know my AOL username. I remember having MSN Messenger, you know, yeah. going back to the days. So yeah, growing up with that stuff, you'll dial up internet. I don't know if you dealt with that, but that's mm-hmm. my brother and I each got at one point it was an hour a night when we were in high school to get online to do any work or talk to friends because we only had one phone line, so you couldn't touch phone line all night. And yeah, so yep. kids I, I hate saying this, but these kids don't understand it. It's a lot different, you know, back then it's 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 kind of funny to think about now. Yeah, the 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 computers that we had, um, our our phones do a hundred times more than yep. the computer that the first home computer that we had in our house when I was a kid. Yep, you are definitely right there. Oh, for sure, that 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 was an interesting one. I like that. Good one. question. I like that. Makes me think I, about old times. Betty, let's do it. What's what's your reoccurring nightmare? <laughs> reoccurring nightmare man i don't know i'm trying I, and i'll be honest with this one this is, there is a good one i can think of now my reoccurring nightmare i woke up many times mad at my wife <laughs> i have a nightmare I, I call it a nightmare that she's like cheating on me and okay with it and it's it's funny because she is the most the sweetest nicest person and i hope she never would but I wake up and I'm like, I'll wake her up in the middle of the night. I've done this a few times and been like, what? I'm so mad at you. And I was like, go back to bed because she knows what's coming out. Or I wake up and I'm like, you won't believe it. James like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And they're so extreme. We're at a water park in Florida and there's a guy there and her dad's there. And she, her dad's like, yes, she wants to. And I'm like, why, Jim? Why? Help me out, man. He's like, I don't know. Why doesn't she like, want me anymore? Yeah. 
why is she doing this to me? What's going on? We have two kids. She's like, I don't care about the kids in the dreams. I'm like, Megan, like, what's going on? So I'm blown away. So that's my reoccurring nightmare, I guess. Kind of, uh, yeah. And it, it doesn't happen often, but I wake up and I'm just angry. I'm like, why? Why would you just like? It's a dream. Go back to bed. So <laughs> happened a few times, and yeah, it's it's comical now. I laugh, but now I wake up. I'm like, man, you're an idiot. Go back yeah. to bed. <laughs> she hates hearing about him in the morning though if i tell him much like i don't even want to know yeah yeah for sure that, that, <laughs> that's funny yep. all right right what is something that you like that most people don't i've been told i'm a picky eater so my chicken nuggets you know so you do well, like well, chicken nuggets but most <laughs> people like those what i'm learning that most people don't well, this is, uh, I'm getting older. So when I, uh, like to have, you know, more camping, I like to have a drink here and there or whatever. Um, I go back to my college days and I'm, I'm a Red Bull and vodka guy on occasion and it's terrible for you. But like when you need that little pick me up, when we're camping with family or friends or out on the water, sometimes a Red Bull and vodka and I got buddies that are like, you, that was like 15 years ago, man. What are you doing? I'm like, it's still good. It's still the thing. And that's like, not many people, you know, do that at my age anymore. It's a younger yep. thing. And it's like, that's kind of my, the one I can think of, but yeah. yeah. Hey, I like it, these it, questions, man. They made me think outside the box a little bit. Uh, I, me too. I love pod decks. Yeah. I really would love pod decks if they sponsored the show. <laughs> have I, have I, I don't know if I've mentioned that yet. I don't know if I've mentioned I'll, that I'll, yet. I'll try to tweet some stuff out and get them on your site. There, there you go. <laughs> I, hey. I normally too, like if I'm having a Coke Zero, like I'll open the can. I've heard that. I've heard that before. (laughs) Trying to, hey, trying to get that Coke Zero spot. I gotta always be hustling, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you can get you can get some of this paid for. I'm all for it, man. Yeah. Hey. Capitalism at its finest. Yeah. I mean, hey, the uh, we gotta keep it free for the listeners at home. So you know, that's the only other way we can uh, you know make some money to get better equipment. There you go. All right. When you think about success, uh, who comes to mind and why? Hmm. I thought you were going to say, what does success mean to you? That's what I was thinking. Mm. Who comes to mind and why? Um, I'll be honest with this. I think about, um, I always say this as like, uh, I do an activity with my softball team every year, a hero, a highlight, and a hardship. So the three H's, and we share them as a team. And it gets, this time it gets real emotional. It's good. But when I think of success, I think of my parents. I think of my mom. She's a... Uh, She's been very loyal to her where she's her place of employment for years. She went on like a 24, 22 year run without calling in sick. Um, so she was very committed, loyal. They, my parents, middle-class family, um, never been rich by any means, but we've had a very good life. My brother and I have been very fortunate. We make fun of them all the time because there's one Christmas. I got a cell phone. My brother's 15 months younger than me, 14 months. Yeah. 14 months younger than me. He got the clip for the phone. My mom thought we should share the cell phone. This is like, you know, back when like a little Nokia or whatever they were. So indestructible phone. Yeah. Yeah. So he got the clip. So I got the phone and a clip. So we were supposed to share the phone. Obviously that didn't happen. Me being the older brother. Um, we got batters gloves one year when we were real little, I got the left hand. My brother got the right hand, you know, things like that. So we were like, we poor growing up. And I was like, no, it's just, we just didn't know. And so those things, but yeah, they're, they're successful, very happy. Um, they've been married for the same anniversary as my wife and I we got married on the same day. We're 10 years or 38 years. So had a really good life, you know, and uh, I look at them as successful, happy people. So that's kind of, they made me who I am today. And I think I'm fairly successful because of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we all owe it 
owe it a lot to our a lot to our parents for sure to to get us where we are. All right. So last one I got for you, and and this one this right. one's this one's a loaded one here. Uh, okay, here we go. What is left on your bucket list? Oh man, I I had an actual honestly. I taught a class my first year at Ada called Senior Summer. My first two years, and we had the kids make a bucket list, and it could be ten, fifty, whatever. And I made a bucket list with them, and I haven't referenced that bucket list in probably two years. Um, I love to travel, so I like to see. I'd like to see all fifty states um, with our young girls. It's hard. We were supposed to go to Alaska last year. We have a friend living there, and she has not since her and her husband have moved back, so we're not doing that. So that's my one. I'm not a big thrill seeker guy. You know, I don't, I don't care to jump out of an airplane. My wife would love to. I'm not a, that's not my thing, but I love to travel. I love to see different places. You know, I like to go, we have a map. You probably, I know they won't see it. We're on zoom. I have a map behind me and it's the U S and different. We take a picture in every state we go to. We post it in there of our family, whether it's just my wife and I, or the, our girls with us. So love to travel. I'd like to see all 50 states and, you know, someday, whether it's when I retire, spend some time in each state and get to see the different sites. I love experiencing culture, people. You know, I love meeting new people. I'm that guy that we've been to Mexico a few times and I'll sit at the bar and talk to a person from Brazil for two hours, just about their economy and their lifestyle and their culture and their beliefs and, you know, and argue things and just debate things. And I love that kind of stuff. So to travel is my uh, number one bucket list. See all 50 states and get outside of the U.S. a little more too. Yeah, that's awesome. They're getting getting around the country. Do I, do I see back there that you've been to my home state in New York? Oh uh, yeah, we've been. I've been upstate New York when I was in high school, and then we went to New York City. It was five years ago now. We went Christmas time, which was awesome. So that was cool. You know, we went down Rockefeller Center and did all that. We stayed right in the city for three days, and that was cool. And I'd never been there. My wife and I had never been there. Just two of us went. My daughter was young. We left her with my parents and her parents, and it was a great trip. So I'd love to do it again. New York City. Grew up 90 miles north of there. Can probably count on one hand how many times I really? actually yeah, went there. Yeah. I don't think I could ever live there, man, but I, I liked this oh, thing. No. It was fun to be there for because it's expensive, but like the hotel and the traveling around, but it was it was awesome to see and you know, get to experience it and all that. I and the crazy thing, you know more than anybody, but upstate New York, how different and unique it is compared to New York City. As a kid growing up in Michigan, I thought New York is like New York City. Everything in New York's New York City and my brother actually played in a baseball tournament in Binghamton. So we drove out there and like driving through the hills and the trees. And I'm like, what is this? This is not New York. You know, it's not what I expected. So that was a cool experience. Yep. B- Binghamton. We, we used to scrimmage Binghamton high school in football every year okay. because they were, they were, we never were going to run into them in the playoffs. Cause right. the way, the way the New York playoff system works, it's not like here. It, you know, we were never going to run into them in the playoffs. And they were far enough away from us that if somebody wanted to come scout us, they, <laughs> they had to travel. They yeah. Had to travel. Yeah. yeah. And it worked both ways. They come to us one year, we go to them. Cool. Yeah. Binghamton's down across the, across the bottom of the state. Um, I grew up Kingston about 90 miles North of New York city, like I said, and then you get a little bit further to Albany and where we used to yeah. camp was, was the Saratoga area. Have you, you've been okay. up that way? I want to get up to Buffalo too and see like all up along there. And I haven't yet. That's another, you know, bucket list travel and see those places that mm-hmm. they're not too far away. You know, they're close enough where you can drive there and, yeah. you know, do that. I think it takes me about 10 hours to get home from here. Well, to get back to New York, this is home now. Yeah. Yeah. But um, going, I, I've always wanted to go and maybe you, you might know about this, go into Canada and then drop down in, uh, into New York. Have you yep. ever gone across the Canadian border? 
I've been into Canada, but not that way. I would love to do that. We actually talked about doing that when we went to New York that trip. So let's kind of take our time and go through Canada and come around. But we ended up going through, cutting through Pennsylvania. And that was cool. We stayed in, uh, in uh, State College at Penn mm-hmm. State there. Went and saw the stadium and, you know, went to a nice little brewery in town there. It was pretty, that was a cool experience too. Spent a day there. That was neat. Yeah. It's it, there's it, with, with that that you're just driving across Pennsylvania for like 350 yeah. miles of just oh, straight road. Think, yeah, it's like oh, I know. Yeah, it, it's going across Pennsylvania is is a <laughs> long, long time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a uh, getting over there is we going into Buffalo right there. From what I hear, it it cuts an hour off at least for really? me. For at least for me to get to where my parents are, it cuts about an hour off to go through Canada because you don't have really? to go down around the lake. Down around the lakes, that makes sense. Huh. So that's why I was asking because I, I don't know, like, if I pull up to the border, like, what, what are the rules? Is it going to, are you going to sit in traffic at the border? Yeah. It's been years. I know coming back into the U.S. years ago when I used to go, you know, back in the day, growing up here, you could drink in 19 in Canada. So we'd go over to the casino and go to the mm-hmm. bars over there, 19, 20 years old. And, uh, yeah, there's times you'd wait at the border. Going into Canada wasn't as bad as coming back into the U.S. That was the, uh, the difficult part. Hmm. Well, that, that's cool. That, that, that's, that's a cool uh, a cool bucket list to have to travel, to travel around. Um, I can tell you, uh, in North Carolina, all right, stay to the coast yeah, <laughs> or stay yeah. to the mountains. Um, <laughs> In the middle, middle just a lot of sand. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah, the only time North Carolina been on the coast, really, that's about it. So I wouldn't know any different. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. I think, I think that's my belief with uh, traveling. You make a lot of memories, you know. I'm not one oh, yeah. to, I'm not a big gift person, so I'd rather spend my money and my time experiencing things, you know, for my kids, for myself. I want to have the experiences. Yeah, well, like we talked about before, right? The the memories your kids yep. are gonna your kids are gonna associate that time and those memories, those fun times that they got to spend with you and your wife on those different different trips. You know, it's yep. it, it's what it's about. You, memories memories are always there, right? Gifts yep. gifts yep. come and go. You know, we outgrow things. You know, but memories yep. are memories are always there so yeah all right jay well i i've I've had you on here for about seven minutes longer than i said i would that's it's all good man i appreciate you i appreciate what you're doing this is a great thing man keep keep it up thank you Uh, i think you've been a great guest Uh, i've had a lot of fun talking with you and uh, we i think we we talked about a lot of fun stuff so hopefully the listeners enjoy this one uh one last thing before we bring this thing in for a landing do you have any sort of social media pages that are public that if people listen to you on the show they want to follow you they want to give you a shout out hey like your show and heard you on the iron drip podcast where can people find you on uh social media Twitter, I use Twitter quite a bit, um, at Jason Skeels, S-K-E-E-L-S. So, yeah, I use that for a lot of my school stuff, powerlifting, softball, all that. We do have an Adrian High School powerlifting page. Coach Johnson runs that on Twitter. And I run the one on Facebook. So those are two options you could get after, too. But, yeah, at Jason Skeels on Twitter. Um, I've got quite a following, diverse following from teaching up north for nine years. i got a lot of my former students on there and parents and whatnot. And then a lot of people from down around here now, too. So, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing how we we grow when we when we go to different places. You know, you've been yeah. you've been all around the you know the state here a little bit. So you do you get those clusters of people from from all over, and, and mm-hmm. it's uh, 
it's pretty cool to, to grow it like that. So folks, if you heard coach skills here on a podcast and you enjoyed what he had to say, we had a great conversation here today. Um, again, I really enjoyed it. Give him a follow uh, on any of those social media pages, you know, at Jason skills on Twitter, his main uh, job. He also, you have uh, Adrian high school powerlifting. You can keep up with him and coach Johnson and coach Gillum, who I need to text and schedule for an episode because I know once he hears that you're on, he's going to be like, Hey, I said, I'm here. <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna ask you when he hears this. How the hell did you get out of that? Yeah. Uh I, I talked to him the other day in the powerlifting group. So I'm I'm yeah. I'm gonna get him on too. It might it might just be that it's back to back Adrian guys. It's you then that him. We'll good. we'll see how it plays out. That sounds good. He'll it'll be different, you know, very unique, different than me, that's for sure. So Oh, he's he I I've I've learned you talk about people that you know affect yep. you and, and learn from like the, that that man right there. Whenever I sent him an email and asked him a question about powerlifting, within a few hours, sometimes even less, he's answering me back, answering my question. Yep. Like, yep. comes to that powerlifting and running meets, and he's very, uh, very successful and done a very good job. He's brought some great things to Adrian. So, yeah, yep. for sure. For sure. All right, coach. Well, yes. I won't keep you any longer here. Again, I kept you over, over my, my allotted time. Uh, hey, cut me off, man. You can cut some of this off. Do what you got to do. You're the no. expert here. I'm not, I'm not cutting. Hey, I'm trying to cut myself off. I'll sit here and BS with you <laughs> all, all night. Uh, and then the listeners could benefit from it. The listeners could benefit more if Pod, Pod Dex and Pit Boss Grills would get on board you know, <laughs> and Coke Zero. But, you know, we, hey, we got, we got Anchor and uh, the uh, Crank It Up DJ service and Line Dance Instruction sponsoring the show. So. Right. <laughs> all right, Coach. Thank you very much. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks, man. Appreciate you having me. Hello, this is Rob Schwartz, teacher at Dexter High School, and you're listening to the Iron Dread Podcast. Thanks again to Coach Jason Skills for stopping in and chatting with us here on episode 55 of the Iron Dread Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, you enjoyed listening to Coach Skills, give him a follow on his social medias. Let him know that you heard him here on the Iron Dread Podcast. So we're going to pause for a brief word from our sponsors, and we'll be back with Coach Skills' pick for the Iron Dread Weight Room Song of the Week, presented as always by Crank It Up DJ Service and Line Dance Instruction. The Iron Dread Podcast is brought to you in part by Crank It Up DJ Service and Line Dance Instruction. Available for all your DJ and line dance needs. Please visit crankitupdjdancing.com for booking information. So crank it up! Put some of that party in my cup! Y'all, I'm dancing with a girl up on my flatbed. She hotter than a cherry on the Marlboro Road Red. Wow, we can't come, we can't get This is Dane Roach, owner and head powerlifting coach at Power and Performance, and you're listening to the Iron Dread Podcast. Check your neck.
Ah, uh, yeah. You know what that means. It's time for this week's Iron Dread Weight Room Song of the Week presented by Crank It Up DJ Service and Line Dance Instruction. This week, our special guest, Coach Jason Skeels, picked a song by the band P.O.D. And their song, Southtown. Love me some P.O.D. growing up. This background track you're hearing right here, Youth of the Nation, one of my favorite P.O.D. songs. Southtown's a great song as well. Turn your headphones up a little bit louder and enjoy this week's Weight Room Song of the Week. There you have it, folks. This week's Weight Room Song of the Week, chosen by our special guest, Coach Jason Skeels, Southtown by P.O.D. Remember, you can find that song and every song on our Iron Dread Weight Room Song of the Week playlist on Spotify. Just go on Spotify and search Iron Dread Weight Room Song of the Week. You could also find a link to that playlist in the show notes. Well, folks... That's really all we have for episode 55. Hope you enjoyed this show. Remember, please, to follow us on social media at Iron Dread Pod. Give us a like, share, and subscribe on all major podcast platforms. You can follow me at Coach underscore Whitaker at Coach underscore Whitaker 66. Until next time, remember, strength is never a weakness. Tough people always win. Around here, we're becoming dread stronger. This is Chris Whitaker signing off.